Hello and welcome to episode three of My Faggot Life. Today I want to talk about the impact religion had on my childhood. I know I did say I was going to continue on with uh, my early years in elementary school, but I will get back to that uh, possibly on the next episode. I just want to give a background right now in regards to uh, how religion has affected me and how it still affects me. Um, So a brief background, my parents uh, grew up Catholic or were Catholic um, and continued to study that or continued to be part of that religion um, when uh, when we came to Canada. Although we didn't really practice, uh, like many Catholics, I guess, they don't really practice um, what they preach, so to speak. Um, not only Catholics, like many religions, um, we didn't really attend church uh, often, like every Sunday or whenever there there was Mass or uh, that sort of thing. I'm not very religious, so I don't really know, but I, I can only share the experience that I've had uh, with the religion uh, religions that we studied or were part of. Um, so in saying that, no, we didn't really... Uh, we didn't really go to church weekly, um, and we didn't practice uh, uh, being being Catholic every day, I guess. So, uh, what do I know? What do I remember in uh, in uh, in that religion specifically? I do recall that my mom did have various statues and crosses um, uh, in an homage to uh, to God and Jesus and that sort of thing. Uh, I, I do have to say that um, uh, one of those uh, statues scared the living daylights out of me. And that was the statue she had of Jesus. Uh, in you know, he was draped in some sort of red uh, robe and he had the thorn on his head and his head was dripping with blood. His eyes were kind of like, um, uh, not really glowy, but white looking kind of up. And he, it was just a very scary uh, image. And I, I really didn't like uh, uh, looking at it uh, whatsoever. So I tried to avoid that uh, as often as I could. Uh, from what I remember, it was in her room, like it was in my parents' bedroom. So, and I very rarely went in there, uh, probably because of that. But um, yeah, that that kind of scared me. Also, it this idea of heaven and hell that uh, w- was instilled upon me um, kind of freaked me out as well. I didn't understand, or I didn't have a, a concept of. Uh, some man in the sky looking over every everyone watching um, what they did and um, whether or not they were good uh, or doing good and if they were bad they would be punished this whole idea this whole thing really kind of freaked me out Um, I do remember uh, you know kids joking oh you're bad and you're lying you're going to hell uh, I remember stuff like that, but in all seriousness, the actual um, thought and the actual 
realization that, hey, if I did something bad, I would end up in a place where there's this demonic um, uh, person that just torches you, torches you, um, or tortures you for life. That, that again, really, I guess the point of religion or organized religion is to scare the wits out of you so that you can uh, form in line or, or conform to whatever they tell you is right or um, the law of God. Um, so, yeah, so technically that, that worked for some time and I was terrified. Um, in regards to the feelings that was that I was having um, as a as a child, well, not really as a child, but I did know that I, w- I was attracted to the to the same sex. So let's just put that out there. I did know that there was more of an attraction to other guys and boys when I was uh, a, a boy. So. I didn't really, it wasn't really a sexual thing. It was just the fact that I had a deeper attraction to them. And later when I, uh, uh, you know, was reaching puberty or going through puberty, uh, uh, those feelings were very intense. So so I knew that that, uh, this feeling that I was having, it wasn't something that was so common or spoken, spoken of. Um, therefore, attaching it to those feelings to being bad and, uh, or, well, there was no real attachment yet because I didn't really uh, understand those feelings. However, I did know that um, gay people, I didn't know that, that there was a lot of um, hate towards them, even in religion, because even in religion at that time, I, 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 I mean, we we knew the sins, we knew the the, you know, the the Ten Commandments based on uh, the Bible and based on the movies we've seen, whatever. Thou shalt not kill, steal, lay with somebody else's wife, murder, all that, you know, the the biggies. I I also did know. Uh, and there was much, um, uh, you know, not discussion, but but there was uh, knowledge that uh, people that were gay were sinners and were going to hell. So that knowledge was there. And the reason why I know that is because one of my uncles, um, Uncle Joe, he was gay, and uh, he, he was he wasn't really talked. Uh, about in a negative way, um, but he was talked about, and and of course there was that uh, that um, idea that because he was gay and because uh, gay people were sinners, they were they were not going to heaven. So, kind of, or that thought kind of living in my head, um, and and the fact that I kind of knew or had a realization that I was attracted to the same sex, I was terrified. So I thought maybe they're right. Maybe uh, I am a sinner. Maybe there is something bad in me. I should be shameful uh, in those feelings. I should not um, uh, let those feelings out. So I kind of, I think at a very young age, learned 
that um, I, I should definitely not tell anybody. I should definitely not say that I had an attraction to other boys. And not just like friendship uh, attractions, it was more than that. So I learned to keep that quiet because uh, I was um, fearful of uh, what society might think, what my parents and family and friends may think, but mostly at that time, at such a young age, mostly because I did not want to go to hell. I did not want to be different. I wanted to be... um, I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be the same as everybody else. And I wanted the chance um, of not going to hell and going to heaven and being loved by my faith or the faith that my, my family practice. So that, uh, uh, that kind of um, put me further into the closet, I guess you would say. So we not only were uh, parishioners of the Catholic faith, we later um, stu- started studying Jehovah Witnessism. So that came, uh, I think maybe, it, you know, I, maybe I was around 10 or 11, could be older. I can't, I can't really remember the exact age, but I know that our family uh, somewhat... Uh, converted to the Jehovah's Witness faith. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why my my parents did so. Uh, I keep, you know, I may, I I keep joking that you know my mom never closed the door on any, anybody and always allowed, always spoke to people when they came to the door. So I, I always joke that she, one day had visit a visit by Jehovah's Witnesses and. Uh, you know, and she couldn't say no to them. So uh, we we then uh, embraced the faith because she couldn't say no. That's definitely not true. That's that's just what I joked joked of. But we did study that faith, and um, we had to adjust because uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses one they didn't uh, partake in any partying. Um, in, in terms of birthday parties or celebrations of that nature. They also didn't believe in uh, celebrations of, uh, for, of and for Christmas. So uh, they didn't do that. Uh, Halloween was definitely out of the question. A pagan holiday um, is, it was not celebrated. So we had to kind of adapt. And we were young kids, so we had to kind of adapt to... Um, having all these things before. We had birthdays, we had uh, family celebrations, we had Christmases, we had Easter, we had all kinds of of celebrations, and and they were enjoyable, although they never were uh, part of any, uh, or tied to any religious celebrations, they were just what happened. Oh, you turned 10, you had a birthday. Uh, your sister turned 12, she had a birthday, whatever. That, That was just what we did. But when we can kind of convert it to the Jehovah's Witness faith, all that ended. I also remember of the Jehovah Witness faith that we kind of studied the Bible um, 
several times a week. I know we had someone come over and and we had to do like a study group. We we read this this these books and then we did a study group for about an hour or two, I guess. Uh, so somebody would come and then. Uh, Myself and my other siblings would sit and we would read passages from this book and then we would um, discuss it and uh, that sort of thing. And then also we would go, I, I can't remember if, if it was Saturday or Sunday, but we did go in once a week to an actual organized session where uh, a bunch of people sat and listened to uh, a brother speak about uh, the Bible and what uh what we could not could and could not do as uh, um individuals of that faith um so that that seemed to be long for me i don't know that seemed like we were in in that uh um building or church or whatever it was called for two or three hours it seemed long and it was very um boring <laughs> but anyway so that that was uh, another um, another religious, I guess, denomination that we were we belonged to or were part of. Later in life, um, when I was, uh, you know, when I went to high school, I went to high school at a uh, um, a high school for grade nine, and then I transferred to a different school. Um, I think it, I believe it was in grade ten. And the school that I transferred to, a lot of the students or the area that school was in was in a very uh, high Jewish, um, uh, well, it was an area that was majority Jewish. So there were a lot of Jewish kids in that school. So I, I kind of learned their, um, a bit about their religion there. Uh, not a lot, but I learned a bit. And I learned that it was not the same as Catholics. It wasn't the same as Jehovah's Witness. It was different. Um, and it seemed much much less uh, invasive, where they seemed like, you know, they were Jewish and they practiced Ju- Judaism, but it, wasn't, it didn't seem as strict um, or as, I guess, refined, maybe. I don't know. That's that's what I got. Maybe just the the kids that I I hung out with back then didn't really care. Like we didn't really care. <clears throat> but yeah, so there's that. So there's uh, there's all these conflicting things. But the one main true and consistent not true but consistent message on all the religions that um, that I was part of. Uh, was that they didn't preach love. There was no love preached. It was a lot of scariness, a lot of fear, a lot of like, if you don't do this, you are considered bad and you're going to hell or you're, you're going to purgatory or, or, or Jesus and God won't love you or you are a sinner, that sort of thing. So that kind of freaked me out. Uh, another thing that I didn't understand about religion uh, in, in, in the Catholic Church was the fact that um, you could actually go and confess your sins to to a priest and you would be, I guess, absolved of those sins. 
because you confessed to them. So I, I'm assuming that because you, you were absolved of those sins, um, God forgave you, right? So, but again, that didn't seem to apply to um, certain sins like homosexuality. What I remember a lot about the, the churches um, or religion and homosexuality is that they were very adamant in saying that you must change your way, that you must look onto God and have him give you strength to change who you were. Again, that's something that kind of baffled me because they're asking people to change fundamentally fundamentally who you were. So that, again, um, uh, allowed me to stay hidden or stay closeted. So these things, all these, you know, messages and different religions, it was very confusing for me. I always had questions that could never be answered, you know. Um, well, you know, the beginning of time, God, there's this simple concept. God created Adam, and then he, he used Adam's rib to create Eve. Um, so religion to me, I don't know, like everything was so, um, it always put men on pedestals, but always belittled women or uh, made them lesser of, of the two sexes. So women were, were, seemed to always be the weaker of the two sexes. And, you know, mentally, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that to be true at all. Um, either way, that's what it seemed religion was. It seemed to... Um, uplift men and kind of degrade women and anybody else that was different. So that, again, allowed me to kind of look at myself and kind of say, you know, I, I really don't feel comfortable in who I am. I, I am shameful of who I am. I am not um, worthy um, in society's eyes, in God's eyes, in my family's eyes. Um, that's what religion did to me. Um, another thing that I, I kind of uh, struggled with was, was the fact that, yes, God was love. Religion is love. It teaches love. It te it's supposed to anyways. But how can a God that preaches love for everyone not accept all of them. I mean, if you really think about it, if you really fundamentally think about religion, love, it preaches love, and we are apparently um, the same image that God created. God created us based on his image. So if God created all of us based on his image, that would mean that God is a woman. God is a man, God is an animal, God is trees, God is gay, God is bi, God is everything, God is whatever we are, because we are made, apparently, if that's the belief of the religion, we are made 
based on his image. So then God is whatever we are. I don't remember, I don't ever remember saying that, um, or, or as I said in my last episode, I don't remember choosing to be gay. It was just something that I was born with. I was born gay, which means if you think about the religious aspect of that, then I was born the way that I was supposed to be born. I was born the way God made me to be. If you follow or if you believe religious um, ideology, that's then that is exactly, I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be. But somehow that got twisted. Somehow religion... Um, and man, uh, you know, changed those thoughts or those ideologies to fit whatever they needed it to fit. We need people to follow. Uh, we need people to be, uh, to follow the rule of the law. We need people to follow the rule, rule of God. We need people to just sub, sub, subvert themselves to us is what I believe. So they created all these laws and all these rules to ensure that we follow them. And one of those rules was you can't be homosexual because that spits in the face of, of uh, our religion and it spits in the face of, of God. I don't believe that, obviously. I don't believe that at all. Needless to say, I... Today, at this moment, I don't really have any faith in religion. I believe in a higher power, yes. I mean, look at the earth. Look at all the beauty that it provides. Look at um, all the amazing things that we have on this world. Yes, I believe that there's a lot of things that we don't know. There's something, something. But it's just not a man with a white beard and his angels, his army of angels sitting up there waiting and judging. I don't, I, I really don't believe that. That to me is mythology. However, in the same breath, I, I strongly also believe that those that find uh, comfort in, in uh, uh, religious ideology today or when, whenever, if they find some sort of comfort in that and it provides them um, uh, with positive positivity and love and nurture and it allows them to spread that positive positivity, love and nurture uh, throughout the world, then I'm okay with that. I'm okay with your religion. It's just that when your religion infringes on... Um, other people's uh, rights to, to be who they are, then that's when I have a problem. When religion preaches hate and judgment and um, a lack of understanding, that's when I have a problem. That's when I don't believe it. That's when I say that that is not what the concept of religion is. Because the concept of religion 
from what I understand now as an adult male, is that we must love and treat others the way that we want to be treated. That was that to me is what the concept of religion is. And I'm going to tell you that in my adult life, it's very rare, very, very rare that I've seen that uh, transfer to, to other people and, uh, and, and their beliefs, their religious beliefs. Yeah, they, they may say, yeah, we love everyone, but they, they in fact don't because they send their kids the kids that are different, the kids that uh, are attracted to other uh, others of the same sex, they they take those kids and they uh, send them to uh, camps for conversion, or they ostracize them. They kick them out of their houses because they are not um, they are sinners in the eyes of God. So that is not love to me. So that. Um, those types of things made me really question um, religious ideologies and, um, and, and certain faiths, or all faiths. To me, I really honestly believe and feel that religion is very, very much like uh, the Greek mythology I learned about in grade nine, or the movie, uh, movie I watched called Clash of the Titans, where these gods were, uh, you know, godlike, and and they had magical powers, and they did and manipulated humans to do uh, their will or to to do what they wanted them to do. That, to me, is what religion is. It seems uh, mytholo- mythological. It's it seems uh, unreal. So, my, what do you call it? My, I don't know, synopsis for the whole religious thing. Um, practice. Practice whatever you believe. But don't hate. Don't hate on those people that are different. Don't think or don't uh, tell them that they're lesser um, than you are because of what you believe. I don't really believe that that is the message of your God. I believe the message of your God is of acceptance, kindness, compassion, empathy. That's what I believe. I believe that your your God would teach you to lift, uh, uh, lift the person that is next to you that needs to be lifted. That that is what I believe. So I may not be a religious person today. And yes, religion scared the hell out of me when I was younger. But I'm not going to shame you for practicing your, your religion. As long as you practice from love. On my next episode, I will go into... Um, uh, I will speak on my childhood. I will continue that. And we'll look at my later years, like my um, later years in elementary school and uh, leading up to junior high school. I thank you for listening. I hope everybody stays safe, happy, healthy, and I hope you all continue to spread love and positivity into the world. Thanks for listening. See you in episode four.